you're about to go inside the den with your Wausau River Wolves. And now, here's your host and play-by-play voice of the Wausau River Wolves, Jake Senholz. What's going on, River Wolves fans? Thanks for being here inside the den for episode two in season two. Uh, I thought episode one went pretty well. Episode two is just as good, if not better. I really encourage you to stick around for the players-only segment at the end with Nate Brown and Caleb Sauer. Those two not only great buddies, but a great interview as well. Had tons of fun sitting down with them for about 10 or 12 minutes. Of course, we talked to uh, Coach Colin Bailey and Director of Business Operations Zach Surway as well. Uh, Not too much has happened since the last podcast that we, uh, since I talked to you last. Three games against St. Louis. Uh, None of them went the Riverwolves' way as they lost by uh, five goals in the first two games and I believe four goals in the final game. Just double-checking that right there. Indeed, that is exactly what happened. Riverwolves played some good offense, as you'll hear later on in the podcast, but just couldn't get it done on the offensive side of the scoring uh, as opposing goaltender Owen Carlson played very, very well all weekend. Um, But the River Wolves have a lot of good things to go off of, have a lot of good things to build towards, and there is still a ton of hockey left to be played this season. So looking forward to uh, whatever the River Wolves have left in store yet this year. Uh, Month of January will be finished off with two games at Rochester happening uh, tomorrow as we record this and Saturday. They were supposed to get a game tonight, that one not happening either, and we touch on that with Coach Colin Bailey as well. Um, so outside of that, just want to recap where we stand as far as Riverwolves scoring on the year, and then we'll get you uh, started here on episode two of Inside the Den. Once again, thanks for being with us here inside the den. As always, you can follow the Riverwolves on social media by searching Wausau R. Wolves. If you would like to follow me, uh, I am Jake Senholz. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Senholz. So back to what's important here. Riverwolves are currently being led by Isaac Wickersheim. He was able to finally score on Sunday after uh, nearly sniffing multiple goals Friday and Saturday as well. Saturday, he rang one off the pipe, just had a bunch of scoring chances, finally got one to go on Sunday to add to his goal column. He's got eight goals and three assists on the season to give him 11 points. Trey Best has six goals, five assists on the season, also has 11 points. Nolan Gifford uh, rounds out the top three scorers with three goals and 11 assists. So the exact opposite stats of Isaac Wickershine, but Nolan Gifford getting it done in the assist column, and he has 11 uh, 11 points, excuse me, as well. Pavel Bakhtin had the number three overall play of the week for the NA3HL with basically a beautiful move. He created a turnover at center ice, walked uh, in between like three different defenders, and then shot across the grain, ultimately found the back of the net. That one was an absolute beauty. You can see it on the River Wolves Instagram page or the uh, most recent uh, week top five videos for uh, the NA3 on their YouTube or their Instagram as well. So Pavel Bakhtin sitting at 10 points on the season, coming from four goals and six assists. 
Um, the new, by the way, we're going to have the new look River Wolves. We'll um, get you the whole rundown on that next week. We'll talk to Coach Bailey about these new players coming in as well. But Caden Phelps, who had nine points on the week, or on the season, excuse me, was our guest last week during episode one. He is no longer a River Wolf. Uh, he was traded away to a team in Wyoming. And a bunch of new players on the River Wolves now. Uh, and again, we will run those, run through those for you in full uh, next episode here. But uh, Trey Bosick also has eight points on the season. Casey Couture has six points. Max Best, who is hopefully coming back off an injury soon, has five points. J.J. Martin has five points. Ethan Cumming with two points. David McDonald with two points. Jake Minch with two points. Dale Rodriguez with two points. Brady Rothy with two points. And then a couple of River Wolves players, actually a handful of River Wolves players, including a few of the new guys with one point on the season. So again, we'll break down the roster changes and roster moves on episode three of Inside the Den. But for now, that's all I've got for you as we will get you sent on your way. First, we're going to talk to Director of Business Operations, Zach Surway. And then I spend a few minutes with Coach Bailey before rounding off with uh, what I think Maybe one of the best players-only segments that we've done over the two seasons of the Inside the Den podcast. Once again, thanks for being here with us. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can share the podcast uh, and get in a bonus entry to win some River Wolves apparel. But in order to get your first entry, you have to rate and, and make sure you're subscribed, but you have to rate and review the podcast. Just tweet us uh, some proof that you rated and reviewed the podcast. That's all we're asking for. And then if you share the podcast, you're going to get a bonus entry in to qualify for some free Riverwolves apparel. So don't forget, you must be subscribed. All you have to do is rate and review. That's going to get you an entry. Share the podcast around on whatever platform you feel like, and that'll get you another entry as well. We'll be drawing that uh, probably in a couple weeks once we get a few more episodes under our belt here. All right, let's get into it. Thanks for being with us here inside the den. Take on winter weather with Fleet Farm. Find everything you need to keep your family safe and warm. From tires, shovels, to snow throwers, to hats, boots, and gloves. Fleet Farm's got you covered this winter season. Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. And welcome back inside the den. Joining me as always is the Director of Business Operations for the River Wolves, Zach Surway. And uh, Zach and I talked last week, but uh, we got a couple new things to talk about this week. Um, some things have been added that we didn't mention last week, and a uh, full promotional schedule is available at riverwolveshockey.com, but we're going to dive right into it. Zach, thanks for being with me this morning. Uh, we have back-to-back um, events for our next two home games, starting with uh, everybody's favorite $2 beer night on the 5th. Uh, what else do we got coming up that weekend? Yeah, so like you mentioned, on the 5th, we have $2 Beer Night uh, presented by Budweiser. And actually, the whole series versus Peoria, uh, our next home stand, we'll have a promotion on each night. So we'll start off on Friday night. You can uh, let loose a little bit after your long week of work and enjoy $2 beers. And then on Saturday night, it's our actual first giveaway night of the, the season, um, and that will be our winter gloves giveaway presented by Pizza Ranch. We'll, reca- or, uh, we'll wrap up the weekend series versus Peoria then on Sunday at uh, a rare noon game, uh, 12-10 puck drop. 
And uh, for that one, it'll be a unique one as well, where all kids 12 and under will receive a free ticket to that game, courtesy of Triggs. Yeah, of course, that Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, so uh, mark that on your calendar. Come out, start your day with a little bit of hockey. Kids get in free, so no reason not to come down uh, and enjoy some hockey before you uh, make your Super Bowl plans or head out to your Super Bowl plans, I should say, on Sunday. So uh, busy, busy, busy February coming up here for the Wausau Riverwolves, and it all starts um, with that weekend series against Peoria. Again, uh, $2 beer night on Friday, winter glove giveaway on Saturday, and then kids get in free on Sunday. That uh, that winter glove giveaway presented by Pizza Ranch, by the way, right? Yep, that is correct. And the other thing I want to encourage everyone to you know get their tickets ahead of time at riverwolveshockey.com. Uh, and then also um, for people on the giveaway nights, uh, you need to uh, really get here by 6.40 p.m. Uh, that's when the, the doors open, and it's a limited supply of, of the giveaways. And then also for $2 beer night, um, that promotion itself lasts from 6.40 when the doors open all the way through uh, 10 minutes remaining in the third period. So be sure to take advantage of that. And then also um, for the, the kids' uh, free game, on the 7th, you'll be able to, when you're ordering tickets on RiverWolvesHockey.com, you'll be able to actually just click on how many adult tickets you need, and then there's a separate tab for how many free uh, kids' tickets you need as well to, to get that um, set up for you to uh, attend the game. So there you go, nice and easy. Uh, like I said, you come, down, come on down and bring the family before Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and we've mentioned, obviously, a couple times already, the winter gloves that we're going to be giving away. And, hey, if you come for some winter gloves, you might as well come back six days later. Get yourself a nice winter hat. Uh, I'm looking at the hat right here. It is a beautiful camo beanie, super soft, uh, looks super warm. Um, and, of course, this is presented by our great sponsor, Fleet Farm. So, uh, yeah, less than a week, you're going to get to watch two great hockey games, walk away with a pair of gloves and a hat. Uh, Zach, can you tell us a little bit more about the hat? I see, too, it's a real tree hat, so it's a name-brand yeah. hat. Uh, everything about this hat, very nice. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good-quality good hat. I mean, that's the one thing I think we've spoken to on the past, especially when we do giveaways. We like to um, – I know some sports teams, you know, in the area or around uh, the country, you know, they kind of go a little bit cheap on the, on the giveaway item. We like to make sure that it's a, it's a quality item that people are – um, getting so that you know obviously they're going to wear it in the future and, and brand uh, the team here so like you mentioned you know Realtree is I would say probably one of the top you know camo companies out there and um, it's a it's a nice quality hat where it's nice and thick and you know you can do some bow hunting with it or wear it in the winter time whatever yeah. whatever you uh, whatever you please. So. That, that's what I was going to say. It looks like the perfect hunting hat in general because it's light enough you can wear it uh, during bow season, but it's heavy enough that you could definitely wear it during gun season, especially if you got a nice little Mr. Heater in your blind or, or anything like that. But, yeah, beautiful hat. Uh, and, again, we are giving that away on February 12th. But that's not all we've got for you in February. We're giving some things to you. want to give you a chance to give uh, something back as well, and you can do that through the teddy bear toss. Uh, that happening on February 20th. Zach, can you tell us a little bit more about the Teddy Bear Toss presented by Culver's? Yeah, so the Teddy Bear Toss, this is our uh, fourth annual Teddy Bear Toss. It's really growing every single 
year as, as you've seen it, uh, you know, broadcasting the games, uh, each year you continue to get more and more people that are, that are into it. Um, and it's a unique promotion where we're able to give back to the, the community uh, via the Salvation Army of Wausau and thanks to our partners at Culver's. Um, you know, they really understand the, the focus on what we're trying to do here with the River Wolves and uh, be an be a integral part of the community. And this is an example where we're able to give back uh, those teddy bears after the River Wolves score the first goal that night. Um, I know Jonah, he guaranteed that we're gonna, assistant coach guaranteed we're gonna score it in the first period. So we'll hold it to, hold them to that. And uh, hopefully uh, as the teddy bear happens, teddy bear toss happens every year, you're always a little bit nervous to make sure that it happens uh, somewhat earlier in the game. But uh, the other thing that's unique about the teddy bear toss too, is that um, you'll get people that'll be into watching the game a little bit more versus just casual viewing because they really have to pay attention to know uh, when that first goal is scored by the home team. So I think that's one of normally my most uh, favorite parts of the promotion itself is you get people a little bit more into the game uh, you know, from, from other games that are happening here at the Ice Arena. Yeah, you don't want to be the uh, straggler and the one, you know, be the last one to get your teddy bear out on the ice. So definitely uh, going to be a lot of anticipation that night. And, you know, I think when we get closer, maybe when we do the uh, Inside the Den the week of the 20th, um, I'm going to press Jonah a little bit. I'm going to say, you know, you predicted the first period goal, but more importantly, who's going to score it? And maybe we'll get a couple predictions from Jonah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we could we can put the poll out there as well as the, as the Riverwolves do usually anyways, uh, who's going to score the first goal tonight. And, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a poll opportunity there. Have yeah, a little extra I think, fun. Uh, I mean, at least uh, how things have been going lately, I think this uh, Pavel Bakhtin kid is, is pretty good. I think he'd be my bet to, to score the first goal. I know he got the play of the week here this last week, so that'd probably be my bet if we had to play something, uh, some money on it today. Yeah, he got the uh, third third overall play of the week in the NA3HL. It was a beautiful clip. You can see it um, both uh, on the Riverwoods Instagram page and the NA3HL's Instagram, YouTube, things like that. And uh, I actually was on the call for the second and third play of the week as the second second overall play of the week was a goal scored against the Riverwolves. But, hey, you know, press is press, as they say. Uh, um, anyways, that's uh, what we've got on tap for a uh, busy, busy February here at the Wausau Riverwolves. Zach, if anybody has questions, as I, I mentioned uh, off the top, you can go to riverwolveshockey.com. But is there a way to get a hold of you as well? Yeah, so if they have any, you know, more uh, specific questions they they want to ask, they can always give us a, a call at the office, and that number is 715-869-3132. Uh, and again, uh, um, you can get your tickets uh, right on riverwolveshockey.com. You just click on the, the tickets tab, um, get those, and again, especially for the giveaway nights, you want to make sure that you arrive to the game early, and then also for the $2 beer night, um, get to the game early, take full advantage uh, of that promotion as well. All right, there you have it. So that was Director of Business Operations for the River Wolves, Zach Surway, who will be with us again next week. Zach, thank you. Thank you. Don't miss a minute of thrilling River Wolves hockey this season. Catch all the games streaming live on Hockey TV. Visit HockeyTV.com for more details. And welcome back inside the den. Joining me again today is the head coach of the Wausau River Wolves, Colin Bailey. 
And coach, uh, you guys were supposed to have a game tonight, but it got rescheduled, I believe, to a traveler because of a traveling issue. Is yep. that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Unfortunately, Oregon's still unable to play their games at home. So uh, Peoria had to reschedule their games with Oregon and just didn't make sense for them to come up all this way just for one game. So we'll be playing them. I believe it's March 20th now, and we'll uh, be ready for that when that happens. So no game tonight, but you do take on Rochester. Haven't seen them in a few weeks now. There was a, a point in time where you played Rochester like four out of six games in a row or something like that. Um, how are you feeling heading into these uh, matchups this weekend with, obviously, Rochester, always tough, always one of the best teams in the entire NA3. Yep. That trend continues this year. Um, you think you're going to be able to play them pretty competitively this weekend? I'm hoping so. We made some pretty good key additions to our lineup, um, added some depth at forward. So, I mean, as long as everybody comes ready, um, willing to play and do the little things that we've been preaching all year long, I think uh, I think we could give them quite a game and I think uh, catch some people by surprise. Yeah, I mean, it would be awesome to see. I mean, be able to pull out a win against Rochester. That would be yeah, you know, no a highlight of the season thus far for sure. Uh, won't keep you too long here, Coach, no, but I, I just wanted to uh, ask you a little bit about last weekend, um, three games in a row against St. Louis. Yep. I know when we talked last week, we thought, you know, you matched up pretty well coming, coming into the weekend. Um, we're trying to get revenge for last Sunday's game, um, and it just didn't go your way this weekend. But I thought overall your team played – Decently, uh, decently enough, maybe not in front of the net in the defensive right. zone, but the rest of the areas on the ice uh, played pretty well. Actually outshot St. Louis for a majority of the weekend, but um, Owen Carlson in the other net, pretty good. Too. Yeah, he played uh, great. Yeah, he played great. Good Minnesota player right there. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, I think I thought we played okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't really think too much. I thought the compete level was there. Like you said, we generated plenty of offensive opportunities, getting a lot of shots, but – um, ran into a hot goaltender and that's that happens sometimes but on the other on the flip side of that you know we just weren't able to play a full 60 um, all three games so I mean you know a little little mental errors that against teams that are in this league this year I mean you're gonna pay you know you're gonna pay for that so um, you know if we could cut you know uh, tighten up those small little detail errors and uh, tighter in our defensive zone and everything else I think good things could happen if we continue to play a full 60 I think even better things will happen. And all, all three of your attendees had a chance at a start this yep. weekend. Uh, what did you see out of your goaltender group this weekend? Anything uh, encouraging? Yeah, I uh, you know I think we have three very solid game ready goaltenders. Um, you know, I, unfortunately Baker, I had to take him out after the first and the third game, and that was more so just to you know not not kill his confidence at all. I didn't think there was too much that was a you know hit on him per se. Um, he just didn't have too much help in front of him, and that goes back to playing a full sixty minutes. So. Um, I think Joseph LaForge has been fantastic all season long. I think he has a great future in the game of hockey. Um, Caleb Sauer came in very steady and has been a great presence for us, providing that veteran leadership and uh, veteran presence behind as well, you know, communicating at all times, and he's been great for us as well. So I feel very confident with our goaltending group. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we just need to have a, a good product in front of them to help them out at times, you know. So unfortunately, there's some stuff, you know, there's been a couple goals against them that, you know, no one, no one's going to make the save on that one. So um, they've been very great so far, and I, I've been very impressed. And you just reiterated exactly kind of what I brought up um, to Caleb Sauer later in this podcast during the players only interview. But I said, no matter who you are, no matter how good you are, whether you're six, seven, like Joseph didn't right. matter. Like some of those goals in front, you're just not going to be able no. to make those saves. No. And that's, yeah, you know, and that's, that's defensively. We just need to be better. You know, some of those shots shouldn't be getting off and uh, we need to eliminate, you know, our opponent's six from the play. So 
uh, as we move forward and kind of uh, already start to wind down the season. You guys still got a lot of games coming up yeah, because of rescheduling and stuff. Yeah, yeah half the season, <laughs> but uh, we're more than halfway through the season as far as timeline. Time you know? yep, yep. A lot of games coming up here. Um, anything specific that you want to see out of these out of these boys the rest of the way? Obviously, wins are, are the ultimate goal, but yep. uh, anything you guys you would like to see as a coaching uh, unit here between you and Jonah that uh, would make you guys uh, proud and say that this season uh, is is a success here through the back end of the season. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I think kind of our problem is where, you know, we've we've at times been playing too individualistic. So, um, you know, get keep pre- uh, preaching that we over me mentality and uh, continue to work together as a team and, you know, realize that we all have the same goals here. So, I mean, if we all work together to achieve the same common goal, uh, good things will continue to happen. And, you know, you have to come in day in and day out to, you know, work hard and continue to improve as a hockey player and as a as a person. Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season here, Coach. Of course, good luck this weekend thank in you. Rochester. And thanks for sitting here with me for a few minutes. Yep, thank you. All right, that is head coach of the Wausau River Wolves, Colin Bailey. Hey, fans, upgrade your windows and doors before winter is here. Visit our partners at Exquisite Windows and Doors. Request a free quote at exquisitewindowsanddoors.com. And welcome back inside the den. For today's players-only segment, we have a dynamic duo from Wapan. It's number three, Nate Brown, and number 30, Caleb Sauer. Uh, boys, thanks for being with me here this morning. How are you doing? We're doing good. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks for having us on here. Yeah, of course. Um, excited that the podcast is back. I know, uh, Nate, you sat in on last week's recording, so you probably know. I did, you know, I did. Pro- yep. Probably uh, know what, kind of what I'm going to ask here a little bit. But uh, as I said off the top, you guys are both from Wapan. I assume you played together ever since you were uh, like mites, squirts. Uh, mites, mites. Mites, all right. T- take us through that a little bit. What was it like playing uh, A for Wapan and B, you know, playing together from being five, six years old all the way up to uh, playing junior hockey together? Um. It was a fun, it was a fun journey, you know, me and Sauer have been best friends ever since day one, ever since he moved to Wapan, so it's been fun, and um, through our careers, we just, we've always worked together on and off the ice, and uh, throughout juniors, we've always been trying to stay on the same team, so it's uh, it's been fun. Yeah, pretty much, I mean, we played for the same youth team, you know, played for the same high school, you know, we've hung out pretty much almost every day, we've been around each other doing stuff on the ice, off the ice, whatever it may be, and you know, we both kind of had a little bit of a junior dif- different junior path, but now we're back here again, same. We're going to finish off our junior career together, so that's pretty cool. Not a lot of guys can say that. No, definitely not, especially when you don't have, like, a whole ton of say on where you go. You could possibly be traded. You might not make a team, things like that. But uh, let's dive into that a little bit. You guys both, two of the newest players here to the River Wolves. Um, Nate, did you come a little bit before? I did, yes. Uh, Colin actually hit me up on Instagram. A little earlier than he talked to Sauer, but um, yeah, I came and then Colin told me he was looking for another goalie, so I knew exactly who to like, who to bring yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> I got the man. I got the man for the job. Right. So um, Caleb, you joined the uh, goaltender room a little bit late, like you know halfway through the year about, but you've got a couple mm-hmm. starts under your belt now. Um, were you actively playing hockey before you got to the Riverwolves, or did you take this year off? Right, I was. I was pretty much taking the year off. I mean, I was training with my goalie coach, and then I was lucky enough. Some of the NHL guys, actually, uh, Colin Blackwell and Craig Smith, I was skating with those guys down in Milwaukee twice a week. So that was a pretty cool experience, you know, keeping me in in some good form there. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I used to um, take private lessons as well at the Pettit Ice Center uh, right. in Milwaukee, and uh, my coach was this guy named Mike Lane, who used to be the coach of the Dallas Stars. Yeah, I think I had a couple lessons with him too, to be honest with you. Yeah, you probably did. He's huge down yeah. in that area. It makes pretty good money too. Yeah. It's not a bad gig to get right. into, but For sure. um, yeah, I played goalie my whole life as well. Um, so when did you start becoming serious about goalie? For me, it was second year of mites. Like I was six years old all the way through like 19. I played goalie competitively. When did you go full-time goalie? Sure. I mean, I think I started, I was thrown in the net mites, maybe squirts, but then I seriously started like taking lessons and stuff. Probably peewee, my first year peewees is when I started to get serious into it. Yeah, and that's pretty typical too. And like once you realize you're going to stick with goalie and like, hey, I got some talent between the pipes here, like then maybe parents may be willing to uh, invest that extra money into lessons and camps and stuff like that. Trust me, mine went through that as well. Um, so now that you're kind of back in the role of practicing every day, you've gotten some games under your belt, you feeling more comfortable, you feeling like yourself in net, or you, you think you, you still got to uh, get back into your your uh, full playing shape here right for sure I mean I'm pretty close uh, to where I was um, in playing shape obviously practices are different you know training is different than games you know the only way to get truly back into game shape is the games and you know I feel like after these couple starts now I'm starting to get the hang of the game speed and you know adjusting so I think it'll, it should be pretty good from here on out and Nate, ever since you joined the River Wolves here, um, have you seen your game develop at all uh, a little bit, or what have you uh, seen yourself grow in here as a River Wolf? Well, considering uh, since the SI league got canceled, I've been pretty much just sitting around ever since I came. But you know, uh, definitely just being a leader. I think this year I've been more of a leader than I ever have been in my whole life. Um, it's been fun. It's a great group of guys to work with, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> And you've definitely got a physical nature to your game. Yes, uh, you're definitely. one of the bigger guys yep. on the ice. You like yep. to you know throw some bodies around. But I believe it's like three out of the last like five games now you've gotten a penalty in like <laughs> the closing <laughs> minutes of the game. Yeah, I see you look back at Coach Bailey there. I was going to ask like, has he gotten on you at all about that, or is that just something that kind of comes uh, with you know your physical nature? I think Colin knows when I mess up, I mess up, so he doesn't have to say much to me. But um, yeah, I, I'm not a skilled guy by all means. I like just to throw the body around and be physical in front of the net. So and my whole life I've been protecting this kid. So Right, exactly. Yeah, and hey, a good hockey team needs a mix of all of it, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's very cool that you guys were uh, have been able to grow up. And, and you, you play D too, so you obviously you got that special yep. relationship. You know, it's a little bit different if like, you know, you got – a center or a winger and a goalie because like you don't spend as much time together but like mm -hmm. you probably got your butt in front of his face I for do. 10 years <laughs> now, let you know? me know so, he, he lets me know much. when i mess up so yeah and that's that's how it should be between a good <laughs> pairing um so are you guys billeting together and stuff like that too we are not no we i mean start with we were and then they actually found him a new billet house so yeah sour was no longer wanted in, <laughs> no in he was house, not huh? no no he was kicked out <laughs> so um Everybody, every goalie, especially when you're, you know, kind of in that backup role, but you know you're going to get some playing time. Um, do you have a routine that you go through pregame, or is there a way that you like to stay locked in? Do you take warm-ups extra serious, or, like, how do you go about being ready at uh, any moment? Obviously, we saw um, just the, this past weekend against St. Louis, you came in after the first period replacing uh, Dylan after the first period, Dylan Baker. Um, so how do you stay engaged locked in like that? Um, yeah, so when I'm starting, you know, for sure in warm-ups, I want to get make sure I'm getting a good sweat and, you know, I'm seeing all the pucks. Um, 
when you're backing up, you know, you got to make sure like in warmups, you're doing a little bit more skating drills and stretching because the starter is going to be seeing more of the shots in warmups. So, you know, you want to stay, stay as loose as you can at all times, you know, in between periods, you want to be, you know, throwing racquetballs against the wall, stretching out in the locker room and stuff like that, just trying to stay loose. And even when you're sitting on the bench, you got to be taking in like um, what the other team's doing, what their breakout is, what they're doing on the forecheck, you know. You got to know, you just got to be aware of their lines and all that stuff. So you just got to be ready at all times and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I did kind of, I went through that as well. Actually, my senior year, I started freshman through junior year. And then my senior year, I ended up playing mostly backup. But you get, I got like halfway through my season and I realized like, I'm probably not getting back in the net too much. So I just had fun with it the rest of the time. But it's different here, you know, like you guys are not only paying for the right to be here, but like your goal is to move up and continue Absolutely. on. So you always Absolutely. have to be, you know, locked in and ready to go. For sure. Um, and going off that, what are your kind of goals in your hockey career? I know you mentioned right off the top, uh, you guys are going to get to end kind of your junior career here in Wausau, but do you guys have goals to try and maybe play at the next level as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my biggest goal, I think, is go play college hockey, um, NCAA Division Three, But, you know, if that doesn't happen, that's fine too, but uh, that's definitely the ultimate goal here. Yeah, for sure. I definitely be want to play in uh, college hockey somewhere, whether it's D3, ACHA1, or any of those, you know. I'm just looking at trying to find a good school and a good program to go to next year. Yeah, I think you guys both have the skill sets to be able to make that next step, too. Just got to keep working hard, keep grinding. Um, so tough weekend last weekend against St. Louis, dropped all three games. Uh, we we're supposed to have a game tonight, actually, as we record this. That one, you know, got rescheduled, but <clears throat> excuse me. But looking forward to the rest of the season, um, what do you guys think you're going to have to do to make just the remainder of this of this season successful here? Uh, doing all the little things, you know, <clears throat> we've been preaching this. Ever since I've been here, I've heard it, doing the little things right. You know, during St. Louis, we had a lot of little, just little mental breakdowns. Just, I don't think the score really determined how well we played. You know, St. Louis just capitalized on all our little mistakes, and we just got to fix that going forward. Right, you know, we just got to do it's all. It's all about the little things, and every day we just got to preach it in practice. And then when the games come, you know, guys got to realize, hey, it's not, it's not game day every day. This is something special here. You don't get many games. You know, you got to work hard. Every single shift, you never know what's going to happen. It's just when you take one shift off, even if it's just one guy, they might that might have been your guy in the back door where they score. So, you know, it's just every little thing, and you got to play like every game and every shift is going to be your last shift. Yeah, and you guys both touched on it actually. Like a majority, if not all, of their goals uh, either came on the power play on like a or a odd man rush or just a wide open shot in front, which goes back to kind of what you talked about, Nate. So defensive breakdowns and stuff like that. But all three of you guys, Joseph, Dylan, and yourself, Caleb, like there are some goals that I don't care who you are, how good you are. Joseph is six seven. Like you're just not reaching those. You're not getting to those. Um, uh, some tough goals definitely to defend um, coming from a goalie standpoint. But um, at the same time, you guys were playing a good goalie, too. Like, uh, I believe Owen Carlson was his name on the other end of the ice. Mm-hmm. That kid's pretty good. I mean, yep. you guys outshot St. Louis consistently all weekend long, and mm-hmm. it was tough to get the puck past him. Yeah, very um, solid goalie. Yeah. yeah, do you guys talk about that in the locker room at all? Like, if you are seeing the same goalie three days in a row and you know he's good, like, do you talk about the weak spots or how, how you could maybe beat him or just get that, you know, the, the ball rolling as far as scoring? Yeah, absolutely. We're always talking about that, seeing what – um, everyone sees but honestly I like to go to the, the goalie because you know they, they know they know what to do <laughs> right exactly and that's part of the role too of, of the goalie during the games like you see okay yep. this guy we're shooting everything glove and he's gloving every single thing 
So hey, yeah. let's try and switch it up. Let's go blocker. Let's go. Let's shoot low low pads and see if we can get some rebounds or something off him. Yeah, I made that exact observation on the broadcast. Like he mm-hmm. scooped everything with his he glove. Did. Didn't matter if it was on the ice. Didn't matter if it was going wider than that over the crossbar. Doesn't matter. Like he had it in his glove. So Absolutely. yeah, maybe start shooting blocker side or start shooting for rebounds, like you said. Mm-hmm. So that was always one of my favorite things too. <laughs> is like if I see a real weakness in. Um, you know, warm-ups, or I've played against this kid before or something, and be like, guys, you know, expose this part, because, yeah, he's obviously got a, a great glove, so use the rest of the net. <laughs> exactly, so, right. A um, couple things to wrap up here. Um, I, I asked Caden this as well, but what do you guys like to do on the bus? Are you guys chatty guys on the bus? Do you watch TV? Do you sleep? Like, how, how do you usually spend those long bus rides? Uh, I don't really sleep very much. I usually like to mess around with some kids. Uh, play <laughs> Play. Give, give Coach Jonah a hard yeah, time. Yeah, play rock, paper, scissors with the rookies when they want to go to the bathroom. Uh, that, that's what I do. I don't really sleep that much. I like to mess around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we always have a movie in on the way there, whatever. I, I just watch that, you know, try and joke around with the guys because you want you to be loose on the bus. You know, it, some of those longer bus trips, if you're too tight and too tense, you know, then it reflects in the game. So you just got to try and stay loose on the bus. I don't know. Sometimes I like to get a little nap in. Not much, but... Yeah. yeah, it can be the same thing, though. If you're too tight or if you're too loose, it can be, you know, a uh, detriment one way or the other. Or if you're sleeping for eight hours and you right. might wake <laughs> up, be all groggy, you know. Uh-huh. But if you don't sleep at all, then you might be tired. So right. it's like got to find that. That's the life of a junior <laughs> hockey player, oh, honestly. You got to find that person. It's a grind. Right? It, it definitely is. Um, so is this uh, your last year of eligibility this, for both you and the yep, A3? This is yeah, our is. last year of junior hockey. So. Yep. All right, so anybody out there listening, um, there's plenty of tape on, on both <laughs> these guys. You can find it on Hockey TV or come down and watch the rest of the games here from the Marathon County Ice Arena. Um, yeah, give these guys an opportunity. They're both you know, good guys, good hockey players, and they deserve it. So anyway, thank you guys for being here with me this morning. Thank you very for much sure. for, having us. for having us. Yeah, Appreciate of course. It. Um, good luck the rest of the season. And, uh, yeah, that was number three, Nate Brown, and number 30, Caleb Sauer. Thanks, boys. Awesome. Thank Take you. care.